Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. We need you to win this. Not a bigger supporter than me right here. And there's a lot of folks in New York City, President Trump, that love you still. I walk by your, your place of residence on Fifth Avenue almost every day. See your name all over the city. I know you live in South Florida but you'll always be a great New Yorker to a lot of us here. So continued success. Please come back again because I want to help you get back to where you belong, Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, I appreciate it. And you are number one, and you're a great guy and a great friend. And just take care of yourself, and we'll speak to you again soon. Well, it's a man of his word right there when Donald Trump on May 11th says, I'll speak to you again very soon. He meant it because this, of course, is Trump week. On Sid and Friends in the morning, the president will be back with me coming up this Friday at 8.40. President Trump on with me coming up this Friday at 8.40. And he did, um, you know, Lara Trump, his daughter-in-law, sent me a text. We got close. Sent me a text on Saturday, and she said, my father-in-law is looking forward to coming back on. I go, how do you know? She said, he told me last night. He said to tell Sid I love him. Number one said he calls me. So Trump will be here coming up at 8.40. I go back and often think about how I got here. <laughs> not, a, uh, not a conventional road to get where I've gotten in my career and enjoying all this great success. But there's a lot of people I have to thank along the way. Maybe not a lot. It may even be a short list. But certainly the people down in Florida that made this possible. Steve Lappa, one of those guys, two guys who worked with me every day, Steve Zemak and Eric Lengel. But Joyce Kaufman, Joyce was uh, great to me. She loves sports, and she'd come in my show and talk about the Knicks. And But she'd invite me on her show, 850 WFTL down in Fort Lauderdale, and allowed me to spew about politics. And it started to occur to me that maybe I should do some more of this. In fact, there was a debate down there at Lynn University in Boca Raton between Romney and Obama, and I got involved and did a show live that night on Joyce's station. Needless to say, as the years moved on, we became closer and she continued to allow me to do this, and I believe she is a major part of the reason why I'm in New York the last six-plus years going on seven. Here she is, in my opinion, far and away the best, the best talk show host in South Florida, Joyce Kaufman. Joyce, good morning. How are you, sweetie? I'm doing good, and I had nothing to do with it, folks. It was sheer talent that took him to where he is today. Wow. I just happened to be one of the few people who could see past all the bluster to the talent. <laughs> well, thank you. You, you, you. you did. You did. You were always very, very kind to me. And, and they said, just, you know, stay out of your way and stop doing stupid stuff, and you'll get there one day. And turns out uh, you were right. You know, it's interesting because you, you loved Trump from day one. You remember I didn't. I actually used to fight with Bernard the first year I was here, day in and day out. I didn't like him. I liked Hillary. I didn't like Hillary. That's wrong. I, I, dis, I, li- I liked her. I liked him less, I guess. But it didn't take me very long once he wanted to come around and figure out how great he was. But you were with Donald Trump from the very, very beginning, and now you're still there. Oh, I am so there. And it's the same thing as why I was with you from the very beginning, because 
There's nothing I like better than a guy who knows who he is and will stand on his principle even when it's uncomfortable. You did that, and Donald Trump does that every single day. I will go to jail with Donald Trump <laughs> if that's what it takes to see him elected. Well, what do you think? I mean, I have to say that, and thank you for that, I have to say that I'm, I'm surprised about DeSantis. You know, uh, all you folks who live in Florida, you're a dear friend. I've got other dear friends. I've got family, and they love him. They swore by him. And it is pretty much conventional wisdom at this point that he's run a relatively terrible campaign. Now, some of that is unfair to him. It's because Trump is just larger than life, and he's going to drown out everybody. But some of that does fall on DeSantis. Are you surprised that his campaign has been this lackluster? No, and I took a very unhealthy position for my radio program when I said I would not support Ron DeSantis because he wasn't ready. And people said, well, what's ready? I said, ready is on day one. You've got to go in there, and you've got to turn that swamp on its ear. And I don't think Ron has... Well, but let me stop you for a second. And you turned out to be right, and you're very prescient and very smart. But what made you think when Donald Trump came down the escalator in 2015 that he was ready? Because there was no question in my mind that he was a man who didn't take no for an answer and that it wouldn't take him very long to become a savvy politician. I mean, obviously, an outsider was very appealing to me, but I knew that a man of his intellect, and I I think people cut him, you know, no slack at all and don't think he's bright because he talks like we talk, but in (laughs) fact, he's brilliant. And and he knows way more about the world and how it operates than anybody I'd seen come along, including Ronald Reagan, because I still maintain that Donald Trump was the best president in my lifetime. Wow. Probably be the best all time president because he he combines the desire to see this country do well with an insatiable appetite for victory. He wants to win at everything he does. And he and that's the American way. See, I also have those two guys, and if God is good to me, I'll be 57 on April Joyce Kalp, and those are my two guys, too. But it's kind of like the sports argument. People say to me, was it easy? I said, yes. The reason why I'm successful here is because it's the same thing as sports. So we'll argue on sports. Well, who was better, Joe Montana or Roger Storback? Well, who's better, Reagan or Trump? It's really the same thing in essence. Now, I have Reagan ahead of Trump only because Reagan served two terms. Again, a very sports-like argument. You don't consider that? Important? No, because Donald Trump will serve two terms as well if I have my way. So then they'll be <laughs> even on that score. Yeah. So you're right about DeSantis. And, you know, I, I watched, I was one of the 13 million, pretty decent number, actually, that watched that uh, abortion last Wednesday. <laughs> oh, with, God. oh, my God. Well, I'm sorry to say that, but it is what it is. Chris Christie, and, and I don't know about you, but I, I've had enough of Vivek smiling and his Israel policy. My God, enough of him. And, and, and mm-hmm. I came away with, you know what? I, I didn't think anybody before was really uh, equal to the task. Now I'm really sure of it. What'd you see? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the same thing. I mean, I can never get back that two hours of my life. <laughs> um, so what I've done is I've watched the Tucker interview four times to try to just, you know, clear up my uh, my insights. Well, was it that? Was was that interview? Was it more about Trump? Because you love Trump, or was Tucker that good? No, Trump was that good, and Tucker was pretty weak, actually. Like, I would have asked some harder questions. You can ask Donald anything, 
And Tucker was like pussyfooting around with him. I didn't get that. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800 560 214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Okay, give me an example then. If you were sitting here on Friday and not me at 840 and Trump is coming on, and you, I, I believe you because I've heard you do interviews and you're not afraid, what would you ask Trump that Tucker didn't? Well, I would have said first and foremost, uh, do you admit now? that you were totally remiss in many of the choices in your first administration. And who are you looking at for this next administration? Because you can't afford to have these same same swamp creatures that stabbed you in the back. And it's going to start with your vice presidential pick. I would have said to him, who are you going to choose? And he may have, you know, brushed it off, but that's the question. Who are you going to choose? Because that person is going to be in position to win a next election if Trump does as well as I believe he will. And it's going to be important who he chooses. I agree. And uh, I've had these conversations a lot, Joyce, the last couple of weeks. And uh, because I want him to win so badly, I know that he's still not polling great with suburban housewives. So I don't know what Vivek or Tim Scott does for that. So uh, I just recommended to his daughter-in-law, Lara, just on this show on Friday, take a good look at Nancy Mace. Take a good look at Tulsi Gabbard. Take a good look at Christine Ohm. I know Carrie Lake is a bit much, but if I'm Trump, I'm leaning towards a woman to grab some of those suburban housewife votes. What about you? I don't think he's going to lose the suburban housewife votes because, look, all they have to do is point out how they came after our kids And those suburban housewives were the first ones to notice. They showed up at the school board meetings, Democrats and Republican housewives, and they said, cut this crap. We don't want critical race theory. We don't want this gender dysphoria accolades for everybody who doesn't know what their pronouns are. And those women may not want to admit that they're going to vote for Trump, but it's just like 2016. There's this soft undercurrent of people who will never say out loud, I'm going to vote for Trump. But when they walk in that booth and they think about what the Democrats have done to their children, they will pull the lever for Trump. That's my expectation. This is the great Joyce Kaufman, 850 WFTL down in Florida. You know, I I was uh, talking last week. I've been doing this for 25 years, it doesn't feel that way to me. Uh, you've been doing it now for 33, right? That's a long time, Joycey. Yeah, it's a way long time. And it just goes to show you that every year that I think I'm going to retire, something happens that <laughs> makes me understand that like voices like ours are super important. And it's not really that hard to talk into a microphone. Some people pay a psychiatrist to rant and rave the way we do. True. And we get paid big bucks to do it. I know. No, I know. Listen, I'm trust me. I, I, you know, you're not, you're not going anywhere yet. Exactly. I'm glad to hear that. And you shouldn't because uh, there's actually a dearth of folks like you down in South Florida. Uh, we need you. We need you down there. You are far and away the best voice in that market. Um, I would ask about the Democrats. Uh, he's going to win the Republican nomination, Trump. There's no doubt about it. We're wasting our time even talking about these other candidates outside of his VP choice. You're right about that. And maybe a guy like Tim Scott ends up somewhere in his administration. 
Uh, most people I speak to, very, very smart people on this show, say Biden will not be the guy. Can't do it. Uh, first of all, he's not going to mm-hmm. be healthy enough. And second of all, this bribery stuff, it's going to get him. They're going to get him. The yeah. House Republicans are going to get him. Do you agree? I do agree. And I think the interesting uh, occurrence this weekend was Bernie going up to Iowa and out to New Hampshire. If Bernie jumps back into this race, they're going to have to give him the nomination. There's no question in my mind. And even though he's another old guy, boy, would that be an easy victory for Donald Trump. So I'm just crossing my fingers. Gavin Newsom's not ready. They're not going to put him in there. Nobody knows him outside of California and New York. And if they get to know him, they're going to hate him. So it, 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 Bernie's the biggest threat right now for, you know, the Democrats because uh, he's, he's coming on again. He wants to be the mm. candidate. Funny, too, because he was just talking this weekend, Bernie Sanders, about how he's not concerned with Joe Biden's age. And he would say that because he's older. Right, right. And he started making the move. You know, when they start going to these primary, early primary states, you got to watch carefully. It tells you that some donors have gotten behind him already. And I don't doubt that. they got to get away from Biden. He's a losing proposition. And, and word salad to Harris it ain't no better. Do you think, uh, I ask everybody this question, it's annoying at this point, but obligatory, do you think the Democrats completely panic when they realize it ain't going to be Biden and you laid out the rest of the field perfectly and they're able to convince Michelle Obama to run for president? Look, that keeps me up at night. Me too. <laughs> sure, it keeps you up at yep. night as well. Yep. But my my concern, my concern is that even though we have anointed her and said that she could win any election, I don't know that the numbers bear that out. The Democrats are still misogynists, whether they pretend that the most, uh, you know, embracing people on earth. They didn't vote for Hillary, and she was the, the anointed one at the time. Uh, how many people told you there's no chance that Donald Trump can win against Hillary Clinton? So when people like me worry about Michelle Obama, I'm going to tell them the same thing. You know, they said that Donald Trump couldn't beat Hillary, who was a lifetime politician, wife of the best known and most beloved president in my lifetime. And you're telling me you think Michelle Obama, whose husband was not that well loved, is going to win? I'm not so sure. Last one. Has the presidential run soured for you, Ron DeSantis's even governor, no, governor state? Because everybody agreed he was a great governor, uh, a lousy presidential uh, candidate. Has this run soured even some of his Florida work for you? You live there. Nah, he was a great governor. I will respect him always, the best governor in my 45 years here in Florida. He takes the number one position. Uh, I don't think his political future looks very bright because being a loser in this manner is not good for anybody's political future. But I will tell you this. He was booed mightily when he went up to Jacksonville over the shooting And if he doesn't perform well during this hurricane that's about to hit the West Coast, he will be toast even as governor. So we'll see. Politics is like a fast-moving train. You know that. We don't know today what it's going to look like tomorrow. We know this. One guy needs to win. That we know. Today, tomorrow, next week. And uh, that's uh, your friend, my friend, Donald Trump. It is great to catch up with you. I love you dearly, Joyce Kaufman. Thank you for the kind text and the great appearance this morning. We'll do it again very soon. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joycey. Uh, thank you. Bye, sir. You're welcome. Joyce Kaufman right there, WFTL 850 in South Florida. She great. She great. And she loves Walt Frazier. Loves him. She was a big Nick fan. She lived here, you know.
And 45 years ago, she left New York. She was uh, one of the early leavers, went to South Florida, and uh, has never looked back.